Hello, and welcome to Episode 6 of Arena Sensei, the Hearthstone Arena podcast to help you become an arena champion. I'm Steven Sensei, and this is my co-host, Schwal. Today we're going to talk about the basics of drafting spells for Arena. We covered the basics of drafting minions and mana to stat cost in Episode 4, when we talked about minion evaluation. Now it's time for spells. So, how are spells different? I can see that there isn't any stats to do the vanilla test on, so what's the best way to evaluate these magical cards? (laughs) Our main tools for evaluating spells are the value and tempo we talked about last week. Uh, It's easiest to go over common types of spells first to give a sense of how these concepts are applied. Uh, first and easiest are spells that just summon minions, like Force of Nature. So for these, we just evaluate them as if they were minions. So in the case of Force of Nature, you spend five mana, you summon three 2-2 two, two treants, or a total of 6-6 six, six in stats. So 6-6 six, six in stats for five mana, pretty good. Yep. On a similar note is card buffs like Blessing of Kings, which gives a minion plus four, plus four for four mana. These are similarly stats for mana and are mostly evaluated that way. But they effectively have charge, right? So they'd be worth about an extra mana? Uh, The charge is conditional on having a minion in play, so they're worse when you're behind. The stats can also be silenced away, so in general buffs are worth about half a mana more than pure stats. Uh, Mass buffs like Bloodlust depend heavily on the deck you drafted. If you drafted a fast deck, preferably with cards that get you more than one minion per card, uh, these can close out games, but they're still risky. Because they're useless when you're behind and you need a lot of things on board. Yeah. Uh, Next up is card draw and card generation, things like Arcane Intellect and Thought Steal. So these are pure value, and to draw a card is worth about a mana and a half? Uh, exactly. How much of this you can afford to run varies heavily by deck and meta, but an average mid-range deck is fine with one or two. Uh, worth noting here is that cards that only draw or generate one card need to generate the value through other effects. Uh, one of these can be Discover to help you find the card you need. Uh, in general, Discover is worth about half a mana on card drawing, uh, but that's enough to make things like Hallucination and Tracking worth it. Healing on its own is rarely worth a card, though combined with other effects, it can work out okay. So you mostly want to use healing to keep minions alive so you can make more value trades. Yeah. Uh, to evaluate secrets, you need to balance several things. Uh, first is what your secret gets you. These effects tend to be worth about a mana more than the secret costs, but that varies. And the second thing is to think about how often that secret will be triggered. Something like Freezing Trap will go off nearly every time, whereas Spellbender is likely to sit there for most of the game. Generally, on the turn you play them, secrets are considered to be tempo negative. So as a hunter, it may be spend two mana, do nothing, and then wait for an unknown amount of time to actually get any value from that card. Yeah. Uh, Related to that is how easy it is to play around. Uh, Because most arena decks have cheap minions, it's simple to avoid a blowout from something like Mirror Entity, Uh, but Snake Trap is almost always going to get full value. 
Finally, is how easy it is to play around all of your class's secrets. Spending a turn finding out what a secret is will cost your opponent some tempo and restrict them from making optimal plays, no matter what secret you actually have up. The next three categories of spells we're going to cover more in depth next week, but they are all extremely valuable. Uh, burn, like Fireball, and Single Target Removal, like Polymorph or Hex, overlap somewhat, but they're both pure tempo and usually excellent. Uh, relatedly, stealing minions, such as with Mind Control, can also be a massive tempo swing, simultaneously getting you a big minion and removing your opponents. And uh, AoE, like Frame Strike, also sometimes called a Board Wipe, are, again, amazing tempo swings and generally great. There are, of course, lots of spells with less common effects, but we can use tempo and value to examine their effects. Uh, there is a third criteria, which is conditionality. This will be a future topic, but you also need to factor in the criteria that must be met for you to be able to cast a spell in the first place. So how does all of this apply when we're actually going through our draft? Most of these effects seem pretty good, so I would think we'd want to take a lot of these cards. Yeah, they are pretty good, which leads to the second most common mistake I see in people's drafts, which is taking too many spells, especially cheap ones. <laughs> cheap spells are often highly effective in the early game, but having them stuck in your hand or getting minimal value later can easily lead to running out of cards to play. Uh, highly conditional spells face similar issues. A card being stuck in your hand is a subtle but real cost. Uh, remember that arena games are one on the board, and if you don't have enough minions, that becomes much harder. So next week, we're going to take up the topic of removal and AOE, or area of effect spells, the final pieces in an arena draft. Until then, we would love it if you would send us any questions or feedback to arenaseipodcast at gmail.com or join our Discord at discord.me slash arenasensei. Reviews in iTunes or wherever you listen are also appreciated. You can find me in most Hearthstone podcast discords. My battle tag is schwall1747, and I rarely stream at twitch.tv slash schwally, S-C-H-W-A-L-I-E. Where can people find you, Sensei? You can follow my Twitter at StevenSenseiHS, and my battle tag is StevenSensei, hashtag 1107. Until next week. See you in the arena.